Greetings. Welcome to Cosmic Cooking. Cosmic Cooking, more than two, less than four. You, me. Less than Stellarium. We. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. We, a.k.a. Stellarium, <laughs> right? And this is what we're cooking with. Right. Cooking with like real-time story yeah. as below on the earth. And then we're trying to check it with what's happening as above. Yep, yep. You know, there's two weeks in between new moon and full moon. We are currently in the new moon phase. Bitch, I'm in colonics. I'm doing colonics. Oh, you're in it. I'm in it. I'm in okay. it. Okay. How you feeling? I feel really good, but I'm just yeah? like okay. extremely low energy. Oof. You know, like the weakness element is mm-hmm. very real, very felt. So what are you, what are you eating? I'm eating water. <laughs> You're just eating straight water. It's, it's me, moon, moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Space cord. On this new moon, in March 2021, we invite you to join us as two bitches explore their lives here on planet Earth. In connection to the cosmos. So what are you, what are you eating? I'm eating water. <laughs> You're just eating straight water. Right now I have my warm water with me. Uh, straight warm. So you can't have cold water. You have to drink warm water. Considering we're in a storm phase right now, I definitely would like warm water over cold water. I'm totally okay with cold water, but perhaps it's the season, but warm water is where it's at. I'm probably doing not an excessive amount either. I'm probably doing an average of like 90, maybe 120 ounces. We would like to introduce a bitch that loves deprivation experiments. Rachel. In Western astrology, she's identified as Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. So yeah, I mean, I've been, so this is my, my fifth day of colonics, meaning five gallons of water up the butt. And this happens over the course of 20 minutes to like 45 minutes. And mm-hmm. the first three days I was like easing off of food. And now I'm on day mm-hmm. two of just water fast only. I'll do mm-hmm. one more day of water fast. Actually, no, this mm-hmm. is my third day of water fast only. Tomorrow's my fourth day. And I think I'm, I'm starting my bleed also. So I'm starting Ooh. to feel like, you know, we probably need some other nourishment in the mix. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how long I could actually go water fast style. I've done this before years ago, like I think 11 years ago, 2009, I did water fast only for seven days. Mm-hmm. That that was brutal. Um, I was not colonicsing. And ironically, the colonics kind of gives me energy. And maybe it's because it's literally flushing out toxins. It could just mm-hmm. be a whole mental state. But, um, but there's a deep body clean happening. My housemates are gone. My housemates are gone. So there's like a house deep okay. clean that's happening. Like 
Things are looking real, like pristine. And so it's good. I've got a Russian stain with me. There's this couch surfer guy that was like, I need a place to stay. It was really last minute and it wasn't necessarily ideal timing for me, but Mm -hmm. I can really identify with the way that he travels and like, he's an easygoing, helpful guy. And I was like, yeah, sure. You can stay. It's like super rainy outside. He's backpacking, going to walk around the Island. I want to give the guy shelter. So it's been helpful because he'll like do all the things that I would like to do, like paint the wall, remove the grass from the front yard. That's really all. (laughs) Mop, Mop the like living common area. So it's been nice. I've had like a little Cinderella at my service and I'm colonixing. So things are good. I'm definitely in the like cleansing purification space. So I I, I think it's good timing. How about you? What's going on in your world? A lot of it is stuff that I can't really talk about. Okay. Definitely dealing with a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of issues surrounding needs. Mm. Um, Your needs? Someone else's needs? um, Both. Compromise of needs. Yeah. Okay. Um, some good things. I feel like I'm gaining a lot of strength in holding my ground, mm. but also gaining a lot of strength in keeping my calm, which is very nice. As mm. I've been, I've been tested thoroughly and continuing to be tested, mm. and um, hopefully this is a situation that rectifies itself. Yeah. But there will be intervention. So interventions are this is so vague super (laughs) vague vague. super vague but i'm sure plenty of people can identify because it's so vague you know it's it's actually right on par with astrology right uh, yeah i was just gonna say i basically am western astrology right now (laughs) we would like to introduce a bitch that is sometimes just like western astrology even though she does not subscribe to it julie In Western astrology, she is identified as Leo Sun Scorpio Moon Sagittarius Rising You're welcome, everybody. I hope that, I hope this fits your daily horoscope. (laughs) If you are a Gemini through, what is it? Uh, If you are a Gemini through Taurus, this is your daily horoscope. (laughs) Or monthly. At some point in your month, you will experience this, maybe. Mm, If not, then this mm. message is not for you. (laughs) Also check your sun, moon, rising. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And there it is, spaceport. Did you watch that Earth YouTube that I sent you where it talks about the leap year? The Vsauce one? I don't know which one. There were two that I sent you. One was like this really amazing visual of how mm-hmm. uh, fucking the sun is moving through the galaxy. And then I sent you another yeah. one, which was like where Earth is. And it was kind of a guy that was talking for like 20 minutes. He was talking Gregorian calendar. He was talking leap year shit. He was talking about how yeah. leap years were created to try and offset this um, time continuum situation that we have. I'm doing a really shitty job of explaining it. But essentially, they realized as humans we're trying to say like okay 12 months a year or 24 hours in a day and this shit doesn't line up with like the sun the sun is actually 24 point blah 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 hours in the day and as a result Mm -hmm. that point blah 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 over time over 100 200 thousand years actually equates to like two months so mm-hmm. they created leap years to account for this like point decimal. And mm-hmm. so every four years, it's like, oh, we'll just add another day in the calendar and that'll, mm-hmm. that'll ease things up. But that doesn't yeah. actually work. So 
Yeah. It definitely, it's pretty funny that they do that for the day, but they don't do that for like how they made months instead of 27 point, what is it? 27.3 or 27.4, however long the moon cycle is. They just like made them 30 days, like, or 28th of February, except for the leap year, of course, 30 and 31. There's no leap month. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Super wild. We're going to, folks, we're going to put the link of this conversation in the description of the Space Court episode so that you can access it yourself and you can take a look at this. But it's really brilliant in how it breaks down time and the ridiculousness of it and how we're fools for trying to like control nature is basically what's happening. Like, oh, we'll do these seasons and this. And it's like, it it doesn't fit into a box. It doesn't fit into the human box, you know? You know, what's really amazing to me is, and I know that this is covered in the Vsauce video, but in the diagram of how we are moving through space, Mm -hmm. how we're like, not only spinning around super, super fast and then spinning around something else super, super fast Mm. while we're spinning around super fast. Mm. We're hurling forward. So we're in like this vortex Mm. following the sun going forward. Yet the constellations are still there year after year. Pretty amazing. Like, Right. How one is like this this speed vortex and then the other one is just like... You know, like, and how, how, really how is that like working? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does it, and it's amazing that it feels like we're not moving because we're so used to moving so quickly mm. and gravity and atmosphere and all of these other things don't really make us feel like everything is moving around us. Mm. It's like, mm. oh, I don't know. Space is amazing. Space is insane. I highly encourage everybody to take some sort of physics or astronomy class. If you ever get the chance to do it, if you go to like your Mm. local Mm. university or your local um, community college college, or like, oh, you know what? Even YouTube university, man, like you can go and take a, there's this, I think his name is Josh Green. He does um, crash course, crash course. So he'll do like crash course philosophy, crash course physics, crash course astronomy, like all these things. And you can watch and it's like a 30 video series about whatever the subject is that the crash course school is talking about at that time. And it's really quick. You're probably going to have to watch them a couple times, but they're super interesting. There's also Kurtzgesat, K-U-R-C-G-G-E-S-A-G-T. I think I got if you type it, that's right. If you type it in just like I said it, no, it'll probably pop up no matter what. We'll put these links Nothing else. We'll put these links in the description also, just to, yeah, anyway. to really put it in a one-stop shop for everybody. Sharing is daring, Sharing's and we want to share the links and the information that's coming our way. So what's alive for us is alive for you out there in right. the uh, planet of Earth, which, the by the way, either. here's a nice transition that you're going to like. Serbia. Oh, yes. Serbia. Oh, who are you? <laughs> Who are, are you? you yeah, are, are you just an IP address or are you a real person? Because I have so many questions for you. Namely, tell me your Space Court experience and how you came across us. And do you want to be a guest on Space Court? Uh, Serbia, this message is for you. Hit the space line. 707-780-2266. Damn, bitch. Look at you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment. I was I memorized <laughs> it the other day and I was like, I can't wait until she says space line. <laughs> My dream has come true. I can die, bro. I'm good. That was like that was not even rehearsed, folks. I mean, this no, it wasn't. This is the kind of groove we're getting into. I feel, <laughs> I feel real good about it. Real good about it. So anyway, Serbia, we do put a shout out to you and we're curious about you. So help uh, satiate our curiosity and get in touch with us. And That's right. 
appreciate all of our listeners. I don't want to isolate just one country, but that was we one will that do shout outs. Out. Yeah, we will shout do shout outs. outs all the time, and we've yeah. we've shouted out before. This is just it's Serbia's turn, guys. Relax, mm-hmm. calm down. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, yeah. whoever you are, whatever you are, right. even if you're just a VPN, right? Or 40 that, VPNs. That's a possibility too. We really don't know, but that's what we are, yeah. you know, putting the shout out for. Uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, get yeah. some answers. Okay, so speaking of answers, maybe now's a good time to step into mm. some Stellarium. For those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, Stellarium is astronomical software that is open source, so it's available to everyone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it tells you Free. exactly what's happening in the sky. Julie has access to this. Julie has taken an astronomy class, and she's got all the good information of what's happening right now in the sky, real time, which is different than Western astrology and slightly different from Vedic astrology as well. So... We're blowing some minds, and other minds were just giving them the facts. Minds are being blown. Anyway, we have the okay. So where did we just come from? We came from the sun in Aquarius. Last full moon was in Leo. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we had a lot. We had three things: three planets, three things, three planets in Capricorn, three planetary bodies, including the sun in Aquarius. So there was still a lot of that energy that we've been carrying over since last January. Right now, what we got going on for our new moon in uh it's march 13th mm-hmm. 10 23 utc which is 2 23 a.m hilo <laughs> we got the sun in pisces we got the moon in aquarius we got mercury in capricorn venus in aquarius mars in taurus jupiter in capricorn saturn in capricorn uranus in uh, aries neptune in aquarius pluto in sagittarius and if it had, if this were a moon baby, its rising would be Sagittarius as well. Technically, the rising sign would be in the constellation of Aquila, A-Q-U-I-L-A, but the one, the constellation on the ecliptic plane closest to the east, to, to direct east, is Sagittarius. So that's Damn what we're bitch. working with. My mind spins when you talk this star stuff. Big time. Yeah, you like that? I do. I do. I love a good spin. (laughs) I love a good 360. Another thing to note, these are all the constellation of. So when Julie says that we're in the constellation of Aquarius, right? Is that right for our moon? That's correct. That's different than what... The sign of Aquarius. Yeah, the sign of Aquarius is. And that's different than what Western astrology is saying that the new moon is in the sign of Pisces. We are telling you that the moon is going to be in the constellation of Aquarius. So yeah, take it as you will. Yeah, we're just the, mes- we're just we the messengers. We're just the messengers. That's we are so the middlemen. Yeah, well, man. you know, and again, um, interpretations, speaking of, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. the way someone interprets like a visual of where mm-hmm. the sun and moon are in the software. Mm-hmm. I think this is a nice transition again into ways that we're trying to interpret, okay, so what will this new moon mean? And we've been using tarot the past few calls, moon calls. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie, because she is younger, is doing the young moon, aka the new moon, and I've been doing the old moon, aka the full moon. So Is that why we decided we were doing it like this? I think so. That's that's what happened in my mind. That was my interpretation. I said, <laughs> no, okay, because I said, oh, can we call this one the new moon? Yeah. Or can we call the new moon the young moon or something because it's new? And then you're yes. like, why? Because you're young and I'm old. And yes. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. No. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I think it just fell that way but I did not mean it like that. I'm sorry. I mean, I think it's true. And I have, I have no shame around the truth. I don't. So 55 is not old, Rachel. 
it's not, you know, I'm still kicking, I'm doing colonics, I'm doing, I'm cleaning out the pipes, you know, doing young stuff. About to be squeaky pipes. You're going to be, you're going to be 24 again. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're open to picking some tarot around this new moon in the constellation of Aquarius, I think this is a good time for that. Um, Cool. And then I want to talk about some themes. Great. I'm into it. Themes, themes, themes. Okay. Or do you want to do themes first, then tarot? I'm open. Let's do themes. Let's, let's okay. close off with tarot if that's cool i'm into it excellent okay so what are some things that have been coming up for you since we last talked um some themes around needing to soften you know mm-hmm. i think with my housemates leaving there was definitely tensions there was definitely like edges there was pride there were things that i could feel and identify with and i had a very difficult time softening them and i think that was because i just had so much pain and hurt around our time that was together and even Mm -hmm. the way things were closing out i still had like a lot of discontent so there was a a theme of needing to soften or like softening and i think Mm -hmm. that that's happening now in my colonics which i think would be my next theme of like cleansing purification I think these fall under the same um, umbrella and Mm -hmm. I'm doing that body cleanse like my house my room has been painted like there's been like a surge of transformation on a Mm -hmm. very accelerated level and that feels really good and I think that has kind of been the balm to the wound that I was carrying Mm -hmm. and that has been the softening to the edges that I held on to. And I think the next theme mm, would be like, I want to go with presence. 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 That's a good one. Yeah. I think there's a a real theme of like being present. I I don't know if I told you, I went to Fissure 8 recently. Um, Fissure 8 is where the like massive river of lava came through in 2018 on Big Island. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. haven't hiked this area, but it was Mm, it was just like fucking Mars, New Earth. I mean, there was steam coming out of all these fissures. There was all these colors of like geothermal. I don't even know. There were like clay reds. And then in some of the lava, there was these gold greens coming out and iridescence out of like, I mean, it was just insane colors, crazy mm-hmm. freshest earth that is on this island. You could see the river, this canyon that the lava created. And then outside of that canyon was just black for miles. And then you could also see in the distance the ocean. And then you could see these like pockets of greenery Mm -hmm. that the lava Mm -hmm. clearly decided like, eh, let's turn left here. Eh, Let's turn right here. You know, like Mm -hmm. it like saved and preserved these like pockets of green, which was Mm -hmm just wild. So I had some huge reverence and was just like very present in that nature space. And this is one thing that I love about nature, like mm-hmm. breath and nature bring me into a presence that I don't think anything else really does. And mm-hmm. it was really amazing to like fall in love with the island in this way and really want to visit this place regularly. Like I saw this mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to go here every week and I want to like be with this land every week as like ritual, you know? And and with myself, you know, again, it, being in that space of presence, like, is really powerful to me. And so I think that's a theme that came up very strongly in those moments. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you got to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so fucking good. I'm going to need you to take me there when I come visit you. Yeah, bitch, we're going to do some questing. I'm going to show you. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I want to do a sweat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to do so many things. I, I really feel like I need this whole like factory reset. This is a place like, for it, for sure. Is. This will reset yeah. you. It's awesome. so good. Yeah. How about you? What are your themes? Well, as I kind of said a little bit, misunderstanding surrounding, you know, very close to home situations, so to speak. 
been working a lot, you know, trying to do better and make a name for myself and trying to make commission work and do really quality projects. I've been really pushing myself though. And that I'm really happy about. Um, Is a commission project that um, seed of life? Is that what that was? That pillow? Oh no, that was just a project. Damn, that was just a project I did. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. I was, I'm very proud of that piece. I really appreciate that. I like, I was looking for how to make a glass pillow. I couldn't find anything. I just went for it. I got a little bit of the, I got some assistance from my instructor. I can't say I did it all on my own. And of course, my Mm -hmm. assistants that were helping me couldn't have done it without them. But, you know, just like a little bit of guidance and just kind of went for it. And it worked out way better than I ever thought it could. I felt like it wasn't even me that did it. I felt like I could, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like the glass pillow gods were like being channeled through you and you yeah, were like creation. Yeah. Exactly. Like I can't take credit for that. That wasn't me. I was just but like, bitch, I don't you know can. Who and Thank I, you. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of I'm surprised when you say project now, it makes me think like this is your dissertation for your PhD. You know, Dr. Julie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like here it is. Definitely. Dr. Julie PhD, glass blind. I really feel like I'm just like launching myself forward when maybe this time last year I was like oh, I don't know if I can do this in certain areas. And what really changed for me is like, I was talking to my instructor about something. I was like, you know, talking through one of my ideas with him. And I was like, but I don't know if it's going to work. He's like, that's weird. You usually just go for things even when I tell you that they won't work. What's changed? And I was like, oh my God, you're right. And then I was like, okay, yeah, fuck that. I shouldn't be asking like, do you think this will work and being afraid of things not working? I've always been this like, just, oh, you're going to tell me it's not going to work? Okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. And then a part of it works out. Everybody's floored that it actually worked out. And then Mm. I'm excited because even if it doesn't work out, I learned so much, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, let me just get that back. Let me just get that energy back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Dr. <you>. Julie, bitches. <laughs> I'm Dr. a doctor, Julie in the bitch. house. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I am kind of super serious about you getting your doctorate in glass blowing. I mean, this is kind of an ongoing theme and mm-hmm. I'm serious about it. Get your fucking PhD in this. And you know, Space Corps can become a university if it needs to, you know, like whatever needs to happen to get you this doctorate. Oh my God. I, I want to support Rachel. it. I'm just saying straight up. My heart. I don't deserve you. Thank you. It's true, bitch. So my, my other themes would have to be, um, it's funny that you said uh, this cleansing that you're mm-hmm. like being pushed towards that you're going to, because I wrote yeah. down before we had this call, this drive, uh, my themes are a drive to clean and rid myself of unnecessary clutter. Mm-hmm. So you're cleaning your insides and I'm cleaning my outsides. Cool. <laughs> and then something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, the last couple of weeks or so, I think that there is a huge difference between kindness and niceness. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, nice is kind of like, now I understand when people say nice is a four-letter word. Like, I, I get it now. I never got it before, but I get it now. And I'm just thinking like, you can be kind at all moments. Kindness is not fleeting. You can find kindness even when you're angry. You can find kindness when you're hurt. You can find kindness through moments of joy, through moments of sorrow, through loss, through everything. But niceness is very fleeting. I'm just thinking about this like, I don't want to do things for the sake of people being able to call me nice anymore because I don't think I'm very nice, to be honest. I think I'm kind. I don't know how I come across to other people, but I enjoy sharing, whether that be like my ideas, you know, my time, my energy, money if I have it, food if I have it. I like to feel like I'm generous in those ways. Like I said, I don't know how I come across to other people. This is just my perspective of myself. Yeah. And I think that I'm not very nice. I think that I, I'm 
I'm very direct with people and I tell people how I'm feeling. Sometimes that's not necessarily warranted. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't shy away at all from confrontation. I don't necessarily seek it out, but I'm not afraid of saying something Mm -hmm. about a situation. And I feel like that doesn't really fall under the context of being nice. Niceness doesn't seem genuine to me and kindness seems genuine. And niceness or kindness doesn't always look like a smile. It doesn't always look like buttering you up. Kindness is like a friend helping you do what's right for you. Kindness is like taking the time to give someone you love an intervention. Niceness is like telling them that you're there for them or that you support them when they're doing horrible things that require an intervention. You know what I mean? And these are just my thoughts. It's just how I'm feeling about these two things as I think about them. And it's been coming up in my life quite a bit lately. Yeah, what do you think? That's interesting. I When I think of nice and kind, I definitely wouldn't put them together. You know, like when you were saying that mm-hmm. there's a difference between niceness and kindness. First thing mm-hmm. that came up for me was that I don't think I've ever used niceness as a term. Nice, yes, but niceness? Yeah. Well, never. yeah, I mean, I've never you know? really used it as a term either, but like, I'm not, and I would never be like, show niceness. Right. Like, if someone's like, oh, you're so nice versus, yeah. oh, you're so kind. Right. Like, if I'm yeah. like, if I, I don't trust nice people, but I trust kind people. <laughs> yeah. I think there, I definitely <laughs> think that there's a difference between the two. And I yeah. can definitely relate to your differentiation between those two things. Like, mm-hmm. nice to me is like pretty, you know, like you're mm-hmm. pretty, you know? And I mm-hmm. think kindness is like a beauty. So there's like an inner outer element to mm-hmm. it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. they both are, I guess, affirmations of sort, or they're both encouragements of sort. But yeah, I think there's different depths to them. And nice is definitely more of a surface mm-hmm. adjective or description that I would put. I don't think I use nice very much. In fact, when I think of nice, I also think of like a feeling like, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice, you know, and it just it feels nice. Very, yeah. yeah, it's this very accepted and satisfied space, you know, but almost like mm-hmm. indifferent, you know, like it's nice. Whereas I would use different adjectives if there was a, a deeper sensation that was occurring, you know, but just contentment, mm-hmm. it's like nice. When I submerge in these geothermal waters, I'm not saying like, oh, this is nice. I'm like, I'm reborn. Where have you been on my life? <laughs> You know, but I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. use things like kind, you know, like kind doesn't yeah. bring that sensation. Kindness, I think definitely is more of an exchange, you know, mm-hmm. and that can be a being kind to yourself. That can be being kind to others. But there is, I think, a reach and a depth to kindness and being kind that is very different yeah. and nice. So yeah, yeah, my two cents on that. Right on. Thank you for that. What do you guys think about kindness and niceness? Do you mm. think you're kind? Do you think you're nice? Mm. Mm. What does it make you feel like when someone goes, oh, you're so nice versus, mm. oh, you're so kind? Mm. Hit the space line. Let us know. 707-780-7802-266. We have to find a way to line this up with that. We got to figure out what that lag is. I mean, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We got it like without being conscious about it. You know, that first, that first hit was like, bam, so sweet. But yeah, we've got a little bit of lag. It's all good. It's all good. No need to force nothing. You know, it's all in its perfection. I want everybody to listen to this. It's her name is Tony Jones, T-O-N-I Jones. And she has a song called Energy Budget. And it's not really a song. It's like a beat and it's like a mantra. Love it. And she, I think it's on an album. She calls like, I love me mantras or something like that. Love it. And the very first verse of it is like, I recall all of my energy back to me with divine care. Mm. Whoever, whatever, 
you know, is living off my light energy, run it back, get your own. Like Mm. she's, she's like straight up, like, look, I'm in my power. I am in my energy. I, I, it's, and it's just like affirmation after affirmation after affirmation. Like this is shit that I can do. This is what I'm powerful with. I am capable of, you know, being like the bouncer of my energy club. You know what I mean? Like I am the one, (laughs) I am the one who, who is the filter of what gets through to me, whether that's conversations, other people, other things. Like I, I am that bitch. Like I am going from you know woman to woman to queen to goddess to high priestess. Like I'm on this climb and I'm doing it, and there's nothing that can stop me. Kind of business, you know what I mean? We'll put that link yeah. in the description, also for sure. Yeah, man. Everybody check it out. Everybody check it out because it. And then she, she's got a lot of really good stuff on there. So mm-hmm. I just want to put her out there. And this is this is something that I listen to every morning because mm-hmm. it's also listening to this like every day also keeps me in check of like it's like when you write out like a, an intention for the day and then it's like fresh on your mind. Yeah, it's like that. So it's like listening to this in the morning is just like that's right. I I am capable of filtering what hap- what comes into my mind. Mm-hmm. I am capable of showing myself love. I am capable of thinking before I speak and conserving my energy and picking and choosing how big my circle is and stuff like that. It's just, it's really good. I thought it was awesome. My really, one of my really good friends sent that to me. It was like, listen to this. And she sent it when she didn't, we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks and she didn't even know that I was like in my head about all of these things, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was divine timing at its best. So everybody, here's your divine timing. You listen to this shit and hit the space line. Tell us how you feel. Say Always. it, Rachel. 707-780-2266. <laughs> Beautiful. Sweet. All right. Now, let me pull this. Let me pull this tarot. So uh, new moon in the constellation of Aquarius. And I'll let you take it away. I just shuffled. I just cut new moon in the constellation of Aquarius. What do you have for us? We're doing more than two, less than four, three themes, three things to think Mm, about. mm. What is Aquarius to us? We got the magician. We got the woman of crystals, the guardian. Mm. We got the fool child. All right. So the magician. So if I can just, yeah, right. If I can describe this card, we got like fireworks in the background. We have like a, a palm holding some crystals and rainbows and Saturn. And we have, no, 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 that's Jupiter. We have Jupiter, sorry. Mm. And then we've got this like meteor looking thing. It's just these really dark, you know, there's crystals everywhere. There's flowers everywhere. It looks really exciting. Just like sunset, someone free falling into the sunset. This is, this is a card of magic. That's the magician. Mm. (laughs) I'll read more into that in a second. For the guardian, the woman of crystals, we have this divine woman in the center holding a crystal she's blue she's surrounded by crystals she has a crystal headdress on she looks totally serene and just like there's waves there's the moon lots of blues lots of clears and and ambers Mm. and then for the full child we have this bunch of hands a newborn baby or like a fetus Uh, we have parrots monkeys lots of birds butterflies flowers the orchid usually symbolizes some form of fertility wonder i know the fool child has a lot to do with becoming a child being like a child that doesn't know how the world hurt Mm. them like for that forgets or or not forgets but yeah just isn't aware of how the world can hurt it's just free and excited and ready to dive into anything that they want to dive into and is happy and gleeful and only want only has a mind to learn and absorb 
woman of crystals being the guardian to me, this is like guardian of yourself, of your heart, of your crystals, um, of your things that are most precious to you. And then with the magician is to me, this is like intuitive tarot. This is not looking in the, in the books, but mm-hmm. to me, magician is just, you know, finding the things that made you feel like the fool child in the first place and guarding them with your, you know, your guardian abilities, with your woman of crystals ability, um, with the power that you have to keep your safe space, your holy space, and still allow room for the magic and the wonder in your life to show face. So that relating to the moon, maybe this is a time where you can feel comfortable diving into all the beautiful things. Something that I was thinking about today, I was on my moped and it started pouring and I was not prepared for the rain at all. And it was cold and I was like 20 minutes away from home. And I just sat there and I was like, this kind of sucks. And then I was like, okay, breathe. And I breathed for a while and I was stuck at every fucking red light. And then I was just like, not everything is beautiful, but you can find beauty in everything. Be the guardian of your happiness, of your love, of your serenity, of your peace, of your energy. Find the beauty and the magic in things. Be the child that finds the beauty and the magic in everything. And you will seek and you shall find. You will find it and guard it like you would guard your heart, like you would guard anything that is precious to you. So that is what this moon is saying to me. And that's it. That's all I got. Thank okay. you, divine. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, super gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Well, new moon. New moon. Aquarius. May it serve you as it will. Yes. May you get exactly what you are looking for. Space Chord. Space Chord. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Chord will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.